If you're anything like me, you love a good mushroom, sautéed in a little butter on top of pasta or pizza. Mmm. You know, for centuries, a special kind of mushroom has been used in Chinese medicine for improving memory, the lion's mane mushroom. And now a study has confirmed what herbalists have long said. There are properties in the lion's mane mushroom that build brain cells. Could the mushroom help protect against dementia and Alzheimer's? Joining me is the co-author of the study, published in the Journal of Neurochemistry, Dr. Ramon Martinez-Marmel, research fellow at the Queensland Brain Institute based in Brisbane, Australia. Welcome to Science Friday. Thank you very much, Hera. Nice to have you. So, so you isolated brain-stimulating compounds. What exactly do these compounds do? First of all, we just put them on top of neurons, isolate neurons from the brain of mice. And uh, they start reacting so fast and they start growing much more than in normal conditions. And that was the first astonishing result that we got. We got contacted by a company from Korea and uh, they had several compounds purified from this beautiful lion mane mushroom. I had to Google that the first time. It's like, okay, let me see. I mean, I love <laughs> mushrooms, but they haven't heard about that before. Yeah. And uh, they sent them, uh, them and, and we, we set up uh, some uh, basic experiments to check the basic neurotrophic activity. And the results from the day zero were amazing. So you first tested it out in a Petri dish, the compounds. Yes. And when yes, you found yes, the ones that you thought were really work, you then fed them to the, to the mice. Yeah, that's right. And, and what happened? Well, the way it's done is uh, we set up some experiments, some behavioral experiments, try to check their memory, try to check their activity, if they were more active, less active, if they could remember a little bit more. So the, the way that those experiments work is you put an animal in the middle of a box with uh, two objects. The animal just starts moving around and then uh, you change one of the objects, put the animal with a different one. And the animal, they have to show uh, more attraction for the new one. And this is a kind of classic behavioral test for recognition and remembering what is old and what is new. And what happens is that when we provide this compound, the animals show much more interest in the new objects. And that's a clear proof of increasing uh, in memory. Were you able to tell what was going on in the brains of these mice? Well, based on the in, on the in vitro results, we found out that we were enhancing what we call neurotrophic activity. So neurotrophins, they are molecules that our brain cells release. And this happens usually during growth. When our brain is formed, there's a lot of release of this neurotrophin, and that's what makes neurons grow and extend and reach their final targets. The neurons, they have to grow like very long distance, and they do that through signaling molecules and through what we call neurotrophins that enhance that growth. So we found out uh, with the in vitro experiments that these compounds were working through a kind of neurotrophic-like activity. So in, in layman, in, how would you describe that in layman's terms? So it's kind of feeding the neurons. So the neurons, they have to grow. They have to feed themselves. And they secrete substances that they are going to make them grow faster. Without those, the neurons don't grow, the brain do not, do not develop. There's lots of um, neurodevelopmental disorders associated with the lack of these neurotrophins. So it's something that the neurons, they produce kind of a, to, to feed themselves and to make them grow more. 
So the, the cool thing of the story is that somehow the compound that we isolate from mushrooms could uh, mimic that activity. I'm Ira Plato, and this is Science Friday from WNYC Studios. So it mimics the activity of, of feeding the neurons, and the neurons grow. Yes, this growing of neurons is something that happens naturally when we are growing. But when we reach my age, when we get older, that activity starts to stop. So the challenge of neuroscience has been to try to promote this growing activity, even in those periods where this is stopped. Like, for example, thinking this may be useful for dementia, this may be useful after a stroke, for example, to promote this regrowth of new neurons. And that's why we, when we found this activity, we start thinking ahead, like, okay, this is going to be good for in the future, maybe for Alzheimer, maybe for a stroke, maybe for other diseases. Um, when could we see this tested out in people? It sounds so promising here. Yeah, it, it's already happening in Korea. So we were collaborating to, with two universities in South Korea, and they already have started having uh, clinical trials in healthy people first to check for this neurotrophic activity. I mean, this has been talked about um, in herbal medicine, right, in folklore, and people have been using this for years, eating these mushrooms, believing it improves memory. You think you have justified those beliefs now? Well, based on, uh, on our data, yes. If we purify the compound from the same mushrooms and it has some positive effects on growing uh, neurons and enhancing memory, yes. But I think this is always the same. So there are lots of belief in traditional medicine, not from China, but from many other countries. And it's simply there's not enough research behind to try to purify those molecules and then know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Do you uh, know in humans how many mushrooms people could be eating? Because I know when this gets out and we talk about this, there's going to be a run on this mushroom. The price is going to skyrocket, right? Yeah. So we don't know. So from, from the mushroom to the purified compound, uh, I don't know how many of these uh, compounds can came from one mushroom. If you eat one mushroom, I don't know how much of this compound is going to reach your brain, which was the second cool thing. So this is a lipophilic molecule, well diluted in lipids. All our cells, the, the membrane of our cells, what separate our cells in the whole body from the, the outside is a lipid bilayer. And one of the cells that have more membranes are the neurons. The amount of membrane that they have is huge and it's amazing. Plus the brain is covered by a membrane called the, the blood-brain barrier that prevents and isolates the brain from the exterior. And I'm calling the exterior from the inside of our body. It's very hard from the blood to reach anything inside of the brain. And that's the challenging thing for pharmacies to make molecules that can effectively pass through this blood-brain barrier and reach the inside of the neurons. And the cool thing is that that molecule is liposoluble, so that could go through this barrier and reach the inside of the brain very fast. And that was the second cool thing, that why we were so interested in this specific molecule. Uh, well, we will uh, keep in touch. Is that okay to find out how this is progressing? Yeah, of course. Definitely. Thank you very much for taking time to be with us today. Hey, and thank you very much for calling. Dr. Ramon Martinez-Marmel, Research Fellow at the Queensland Brain Institute based in Brisbane, Australia.